you look after the customers, the pennies look after themselves. If you are so focused on revenue and you're just so focused on the numbers, I personally feel that's when businesses don't succeed because you don't care enough about actually what you're offering. Really consider how you and your business are helping your potential clients and prospects through these five stages and how you're nurturing them around and creating this circle. This episode is brought to you by the Boss Babe Insta Growth Accelerator, a 12-week program designed to help you grow and monetize your Instagram account. If you're ready to grow your audience with your absolute ideal clients who are throwing their credit cards at you, then listen up. I've created a completely free 90-minute training to show you how to do exactly that. I'm taking you through the step-by-step strategy to attracting 10,000 ideal clients as followers over the next 30 days. If you know that growing your audience with ideal clients who can't wait to buy from you would completely change the game, then this training is for you. As I said, it's totally free. I just recommend turning up with a journal and getting rid of all distractions as we waste no time getting into the nitty gritty specifics. You know that I love specifics. To get started with the training, just head to bossbabe.com forward slash IG dash growth or hit the link in the show notes below. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise. Keep going and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Hi and welcome to the Boss Babe Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance and learning how to balance it all. It's Danielle here, co-founder and co-CEO of Boss Babe and on this episode we are mixing it up a little bit. So Natty and I absolutely love doing the interviews but we also wanted to take the time to do a couple of solo episodes and talk about things that really helped us on our journey and we wish we'd known more about at the beginning. I've chosen to do my solo episode on the customer journey because this is something really dear to my heart because a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people moving into the space and starting a business, they come at it from a point of, okay, I want to start a business, I want to work from home more, or I want to make this product because I think it's a great idea. And actually, when you're an entrepreneur, that's really the wrong way to kind of come about it. We need to be putting ourselves in our customers' shoes and really understanding what they want because without doing that, we really can't have a successful business. And even if you aren't an entrepreneur and you work in a bigger company, this still applies because at the forefront of any business is its customers. And so I just want to like draw a line under that today and just say, look, this episode is all about putting yourself in your customers' shoes. I really hope you take so much value away from it. If you you are driving, make sure you listen to this, not only once in the car, but afterwards and take some notes because I definitely think that's going to be a lot you're going to want to implement. And it's a good way to think about any business as you're moving forwards. We do this process a lot with Emboss Babe. So we always are looking to strive and grow. And we do this audit every so often where we put ourselves in our customer shoes and we go through the whole process and say, okay, what are our customers seeing? What are our clients seeing? What are Boss Babes out there seeing? And how can we support them better? And that's been really pivotal in our growth and how we've grown the company so rapidly. I'm going to first start talking about the stages of the customer journey. And there are five of these. It's how we're taking that customer from the first exposure, so first discovering your brand, and then becoming a full-blown raving fan. So there are five stages to this. There's awareness stage, the research stage, purpose stage, 
service stage and loyalty stage. It's really important that customer works through every single one of these stages. How quickly they do that will depend on how well you're nurturing through them. And the aim is not only do they go through the stages, but they actually loop back around. So once they hit that loyalty stage, they're actually telling even more people about you and they're sending more people into the awareness stage, or they're actually skipping back to purchase and they're buying from you time and time again. This is a loop, okay? So it's not just something that we want them to go through once. If they just do it once, then you definitely need to up your game because you're not providing something that they want to be buying from you time and time again. So we really want to be looking at like helping them through the stages, but are we sending them to loop back around and what does that look like? I want to start with the awareness stage, which is when a potential customer first comes in contact with the brand. Now, for a lot of us who are quite active on social media, whether it be Instagram or Facebook or other platforms, we grab their awareness by creating attention grabbing images or captivating captions or from the conversational copy that you're putting out there. But all of that is leading with value. And that's really, really important in the awareness stage. So sometimes one of a great way to build awareness is someone seeing a caption, seeing an image, or you saying, hey, if you give me your email address, I'm going to provide you with this free ebook or I'm going to provide you with this killer PDF on something that's really important. So around Christmas time, like, you know, the top 10 gifts to buy your husband, what options can you put out there that really captivates them in? So just really thinking about that, like what value that you can offer. But aside from social media, it's really important to think about, you know, the website. Are you optimizing for your SEO searches. Is it appropriate in your industry to be registering with comparison sites? Let's not forget, I think we all get really focused on that online world, which is so, so important. However, it's not the only way. There are the old good old fashioned methods which are, you know, traditional media, like articles, magazines, radio, podcasts. And depending if you have a brick and mortar business, I know certainly in the UK, we still have it here, like local magazines that don't cost a lot to advertise in, but are really, really important to help find your potential clients. So I guess the point is with the awareness phase is that I don't want everyone to get obsessed with, okay, it's only what I can do on social media. It's not really open this up to so many different ways and different ways to reach people. And I would also just want to draw your attention to good old fashioned word of mouth. Don't be afraid to say on your social media, okay, tag someone who needs to hear this, or actually asking your existing customers to share this. Like, how can you encourage them to do that? Whether it can be like, okay, refer five people and they get a discount, or whether it is just share when you purchase this on social media. Really think about how you can bring more people into your brand or into your company through these different methods. So any of you listening now, definitely encourage you to have a little brainstorm on this, but really always try and lead with value. Educational content is one of the easiest ways, in my opinion, to help with awareness. You can do it through humor and making viral content. However, I do think that is much trickier and kudos to you if you've been able to do that. Never be afraid of giving away value. Like one thing we see a lot is people live in a scarcity. So I don't want to give this away for free because then why would they buy from me? Actually, that's completely the opposite. The more you give away for free, 
often it builds the trust and then someone's like okay yeah I really value this brand they gave me away this for free so goodness knows what they're going to give me if I actually purchase something from them so just bear that in mind and also just think about really being consistent with this like you can't just put something out there once and expect oh yeah all of a sudden I'm going to have all these customers they're going to have seen me like the awareness stage does take consistency like think about that rule of sevens they have to see it sometimes before they're going to purchase from you okay that's why there's so much power in brands so if you are just starting out you need to make sure that you are in front of that potential customer in as many ways as you can possibly do so but you need to be there consistently it's why we talk about in our instagram growth accelerator course posting consistently at boss baby we post three times a day there is a reason for that so just really spend some time and thinking how you can improve the awareness stage for your customer, how they can see you from lots more different angles and how you can consistently show up because that will lead on to the research phase, which is when a potential customer further investigates your brand. So this is when a potential customer starts going, hmm, they've got my attention. I want to learn a little bit more about them. Now, this is a really crucial part of the journey say like you've got followers, but you're really trying to convert them into customers. This is a part that you'll really need to start working on. So basically, if you put yourself in your customer's shoes and you found you, let's say on Instagram, what are you going to do next to research you? Well, perhaps you're going to have a scroll through your feed. You might watch the stories or perhaps you'll go to the highlights. And if you're liking what you say, you're probably going to want to dig a little bit deeper. So then you're going to be like, okay, so I found the highlight reel. I'm wanting to learn more. Is there a link? And where does that link go to? Is that link, like we're doing right now, linked to a free webinar where we're providing educational content on something? Is it to a sales page, like a website? Is it an Amazon link to directly buy your product? So just really think about, okay, if they're finding you there, like what else are they going to want to be seeing to help them decide on the purchase? So other things that tend to help build trust, rewards or certificates or as seen in, so as seen entrepreneur, as seen on Forbes or as recommended by which if you're in the product industry. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. 
The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. Prolonlife.com slash boss babe. All of these are confirmations that you and your company can be trusted. And I'll point out at this point that don't forget that if they do find you on Instagram, they are likely to be looking somewhere else for a secondary point of contact, i.e. a website or YouTube or LinkedIn or vice versa. So they're finding you on LinkedIn, they probably want to go to your website. If they find you on your website, they're probably going to see you on social media. So the awareness stage and the research stage, it doesn't really matter where they find you, but it's about that second place that you're appearing on and how then you nurture them through that. So this applies for any brand or any business. So what I encourage you to do, if you are listening and you're not in the car and you're just listening around the house or something, pause this now and write down all the places that you and your brand are currently being seen and all of the additional places that you would like to be seen. And also I'd encourage you to go through, like put those fresh pairs of eyes on. It sounds a little bit weird or perhaps even get somebody else who's close to you to really give a fresh perspective on what they're seeing. If you're in the society, ask the other ladies in there, like, can someone do an audit on me? I'll trade you an audit. I just want to go through that process and understand what you're seeing because there might be something obvious that you're missing because you're too close to it that somebody can give you that fresh perspective on really work in this phase because the next phase is purchase and this is like our chance to really really convert them into a customer so this is where they've kind of seen the awareness phase they've started learning about you they've done the research and they're like I love this brand I trust them and I really want to buy from them the purchase phase is all about how easy do you make it like how much resistance are you creating for them not to purchase from you Things that really help this purchase stage move through are things like testimonials and reviews. So how many of us go on to Amazon, for example, and we're like, hang on a minute, that product doesn't have very good reviews, I'm not going to buy from it. Or actually, that product doesn't have any reviews, I'm a little bit wary about this company, I'm not going to buy from it. And the same applies for a service industry. If you can have customers, whether it be screenshots of things that they've sent in or video testimonials work incredibly well. It's really important to put those into the face of the customer at this point because they've already discovered you and they've decided they like you to get to this point, but it's just reconfirming that. And it doesn't have to be long testimonials, but just that credibility. Another thing I want you to think about is, are you answering the potential customer's questions 
on the sales page. So even before they have asked the questions themselves, even before they've thought about these being potential questions, you want to be answering them. So any previous emails that you've had in through customer services where they've asked you certain things, make sure you're like preempting that on the sales pages so that those customers, there's not added friction. They're not thinking, oh, I wonder this and they're having to search that up. You're answering it already. There is research that shows that up to 60% of people like to talk to a customer service representative before they actually purchase. So do you have live chat linked onto your website? So do you have somebody there who, if someone has a question, because let's face it, we can be a little bit lazy. Perhaps we don't want to go and find their FAQ section. We just want to ask someone like, hey, does it do this? Or is it good for this? Live chat is really good and you'll see conversions. And even if you're a small business, just have somebody in your team, have it up whilst they're working. It isn't much effort at all, but it's a really just nice to have. I definitely encourage it because it does really help. Are you offering secured pay on your websites? Do you have your SSL certificates? Are you offering Visa, MasterCard, PayPal? Like how easy are you making that? And let's say if you have a bigger product, are you offering payment plans? Or are you offering guarantees? Is there a 14 day guarantee? Is there a two year warranty? Like what does that look like? Again, all these things help with that purchase process. They help just pushing them over that edge into like, yes, I love this brand. I'm ready to buy this brand. I'm getting out my credit card and I'm ready to purchase. So again, just take yourself out of your business and just look at this in a very objective way. How well am I doing this? because once they have purchased, they are going to go into the service stage. And this is around delivery of the product, delivery of the service, whatever that is, but are you living up to the expectations? And I want you to think about as soon as they have purchased, what happens next? Don't just let them purchase and then that's it. Is there a thank you page that comes up? Is there an email that gets sent and says, thank you? You know, thank you for buying this product. This is how to use this product. Or this is what else you might find useful with this product. This is what you might find useful to know about this product. To have a sustainable business that grows year on year, you need to meet your customers' expectations. Not only so that they will come back again and again, but also to ensure that they tell their friends about you. Now, by no means, it's not easy to meet everyone's expectations. And sometimes you can come across that customer that there's just no pleasing. But I really do think everyone should try. And I think, you know, not only of that delivery of the product and what that physically looks like, how that's wrapped in, like how that's wrapped in the box or how that's wrapped in with the communications is so, so important. And can you go that extra mile? And what does that look like? Because I really do think a lot of customers recognize that. Sometimes it's not always about the product. It's about like what happens with the product. And someone might buy something from you and actually initially something's wrong with it, but it's how you deal with that. I remember this case where I actually bought my husband some shoes from a department store for Christmas and they sent me two different sizes. So they sent me one size eight and one size nine. I was doing it last minute before Christmas. There was no time to exchange them. And I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing. I'm on Christmas day, I'm having to give him odd shoes. And I was a little bit annoyed about the whole thing. But what completely turned it around for me is that when I went back to the company and who I purchased them from was like, hey, look, you sent me these like odd shoes. Like I really feel this isn't great. Rather than like defending it or like being like, oh yeah, sorry, like here you are. They're like, oh my goodness, we're so sorry. Here is a gift voucher. 
I was so chuffed and over the moon. It was way more than I was expecting. And then I continued shopping there because I was like, wow, like fair enough, mistakes happen. But how they dealt with it and how they retained me as a customer was really, really impressive. So always think about this. Also, if you have a business that isn't online, think about what your premises are like. What is the greeting like from your staff that are working there? What details do you offer that set you apart from others in your field? Those little touches. How are you supporting your customers as well? Are you asking for feedback? And most importantly, are you reacting on it? It's really easy for us to ask for customers' feedback, but unless we're actually doing something about it, it's not going to help you progress your business. Also, interpret your customer's feedback. Sometimes the customer doesn't know what they want until you give it them. So just bear that in mind when you're getting customer feedback. Don't always act on the first thing that comes through or just that one thing, but really deliberate over that and consider the feedback and then implement it appropriately in the business. And so finally, they are reaching the loyalty stage. Now, this is where they have become a raving fan. They want to tell their friends, they want to refer to the brand, and they want to buy from you over and over again. And you know how we spoke about in the awareness stage that friends saying to another, "Hun, you are going to love this company I found. You are going to want to buy their stuff. Let me show you. That's what we want to be creating. So are you creating that buzz? People will do that for two reasons, okay? So people will share things for two reasons. When they feel a company has given them an outstanding service and a product, or when they are incentivized to do so. So tell this many friends and get X free or discount, et cetera, or leave a review and get X. And it doesn't mean the referral is any less genuine. It's just about giving the customer a little extra nudge to get them to actively think about it and do something about it. And so you can communicate this via emails after the purchase. You can make sure all this is automated. So this doesn't have to be anything your team thinks about. On the back end of purchases, you can put in automations or you can send a little note in the product. So if you do have a large purchase, maybe even they get a free gift. And I encourage all of you, don't take loyalty for granted. And this day and age, it is something that you have to work towards. And it is something that has to be cherished and nurtured. But it's something that is so, so valuable for your business. Is that Pareto's principle, right? 80% of your revenue can come from 20% of your customers. So do not underestimate this loyalty phase. It's all very well, like really getting out there in this awareness and re-nurturing on the research. But unless you have a firm loyalty plan in place, it's going to be very, very hard for you to grow and scale quickly. So put lots of effort into this. Think about loyalty programs that you can implement. Think about referral options. Think about promotions that you do and really be consistent. And then again, like we spoke about earlier on that service and that feedback, like where those customers who are giving you that feedback and it's valuable feedback how are you rewarding for that as well and like you say how can we encourage more people to love your brand so much that they're referring people into the awareness now one thing we'll add extra at this point is just think about what you do okay so what brands do you refer people to and what brands do you shop over and over again at So I really hope you found this episode useful and, you know, you'll listen to this over and over again and really consider how you and your business are helping your potential clients and prospects through these five stages and how you're nurturing them around and creating this circle. Reach out to friends and family and ask their opinion. One last piece of advice, as well as putting yourself in your customer's shoes, 
One thing I always try and remember is that if you look after the customers, the pennies look after themselves. If you are so focused on revenue and you're just so focused on the numbers, I personally feel that's when businesses don't succeed because you don't care enough about actually what you're offering. And I think there's a lot to be said for that, actually just kind of taking the monetary value away and actually really caring about the impact on that you're having and your business having on someone's lives. And I think when you can do that, that's when the true magic happens. If you enjoyed this episode, I actually teach some of this within the Instagram Growth Accelerator and the Society. And we've included some audit spreadsheets for you guys that will really help you on this journey and really help you work through this in a bit more of a operational approach. So either head to the website where you can find information on Insta Growth Accelerator or the Society or head to our Instagram account and make sure you DM us and we can send you the link. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a review. Let us know what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were, and who you'd like to see appear on the show. As a special thanks, we'll send you a copy of our Boss Babe 25. Now this is an awesome resource. It's the 25 essential things that you need for personal and professional growth. We've included everything from must-have products to books to rituals. This guide literally covers it all and I know you're going to love it. So if you want your copy, simply leave us a review and then send a screenshot of your review to podcast at bossbabe.com. We love bringing you experts and interviews from other successful business owners so they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips, and what has worked for them. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and as the hosts should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and as given as general information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal, or other business advice to ensure it will work for you or your business. Boss Babe is not responsible nor liable for your decision to implement anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Boss Babe, Danielle Canty, or Natalie Ennis personally and are meant as information and general education only.